All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Own Your Journey podcast. Our guest today is Joe Charles, committed to the University of North Carolina and Perfect Game All-American. Joe, what's going on today? Um, Nothing much, man. Just uh, hanging out. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, enjoyed meeting you down in Jupiter. It was a lot of fun. Glad that we're able to circle back and do this podcast now. I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to um, yeah, diving I'm deeper. Looking- yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's just dive right into it. Let's let's start from the beginning, and would love to get an understanding of how you got into the game, um, kind of your influences coming up, and uh, how that, I guess, helped you get to where you are today. Um. Yeah. So pretty much just started playing baseball when I was seven years old because uh, my older brother was playing, and I just kind of wanted to be like him, and so I'd go out and throw the baseball and just go hit with him and just kind of fell in love with it from there really and started playing little league and got into travel ball um started playing with the uh, central florida gators when i was nine years old and went all the way up through uh 17 with them so um yeah just kind of growing up through a uh, travel ball with that that core group of guys we had five first rounders from our team last year and um hopefully a couple more this year because we, we had some we had four 2019s on that team so um, wow yeah, just coming up all the way with the, the same group, the same core, all kind of just growing together and just falling in love with baseball together pretty much. Love that. So talk a little bit about your travel ball experience. I mean, you were pretty pretty deep into it. People have different opinions and different views on what's going on with, you know, showcases and travel ball. Talk about your personal experience, um, both from the exposure side and then also the development side and uh, how it's really played out and just what your experience was like. Um, honestly, for me, I, I just really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I've made some of my best friends, uh, that I even have, uh, just through a uh, travel ball and just traveling across the country, uh, getting to see new places, um, and getting to play baseball along the way has been really cool. Like baseball has given me the opportunity to see, um, a lot of different states that I probably wouldn't have, uh, normally gone to. And so, uh, that's always really cool. And, uh, I think just, uh, as far as growing as a player, just kind of playing against, uh, different people from different regions kind of, uh, lets you know, um, you know, where you stand in the game and how, how good you really are. And it kind of pushes you to, um, compete a little bit harder and work a little bit harder knowing that, uh, that there's, there's guys all over. Cause, uh, when you're stuck in your, your own area, it's kind of hard to, understand really uh what it's like until you get on that that national stage when you kind of get a taste of you know talent across the country definitely definitely talk about your recruitment process where you early commit um you know or was it more sophomore junior year and what made you choose unc yeah so um i took a while with my recruiting process i got my first offer the summer after my eighth grade year so that, like going into that uh freshman year um, and then didn't end up committing to North Carolina until, um, I think September of my sophomore year. So I, I took a lot of visits and kind of took my time with it, uh, visited the places I really, really liked twice just to kind of get a better feel. And, um, ultimately, uh, my biggest goal was just use, uh, baseball as an opportunity to get a degree that I couldn't maybe normally get. And so uh, that was a big factor in North Carolina, just because it's, it's such a prestigious university. And um, I just felt like the coaches really, they, they shot me straight. They're honest with me. I felt like they're guys I could trust. And uh, um, 
you know, they, they, they have a great, great culture, great thing going up in North Carolina and I just want to be a part of it. So I decided yeah, to an, go with the It's an amazing school. It's an amazing school and it's refreshing to hear your perspective on really using baseball to elevate you as opposed to obviously UNC's amazing program athletically, but also an amazing academic institution um, for sure. So yeah. talk about, since that's your perspective on it, talk about the academic side. That's a question that we get a lot, you know, from players all over. Um, do my grades matter? Uh, what grades do I need? Stuff like that. Um, talk about the academic side and where that fell into the process and the conversations with the coaching staff. Yeah, well, I think the first thing is that um, whether it's when you're 18 or you're 40 years old, at some point we all we all stop playing this game one day. And so um, as far as just being a well-rounded human being, just educating yourself as much as you can, um, I, I just think that's a really important thing. And honestly, working hard in the classroom whether you believe it or not, I think it also translates to the field. Because I mean, if you're if you're studying and not cutting corners uh, in school and with your work, then I think uh, those type of people uh, tend to uh, have those habits carry into baseball, and it's not skipping reps and kind of like making sure they get their work in on the field. Um, I just feel like that's um, that that thing kind of carries over, and so um, yeah, definitely just. Um, Grades do matter, and it can only. As far as going to schools, I mean, um, you want to keep all your options open. You don't want to, you know, work harder on the baseball field than you do in the classroom. And this coach really likes you, but you can't go there because you can't get in, or you you can't uh keep up with the coursework because it, it's playing college baseball is no joke. Um, basically having two full time jobs. I think what's amazing to me is hearing. You know, I've talked to a few of your friends already, and I don't know what order people are listening to these episodes, but, you know, we've had a few conversations already before we've recorded this with you. And it's so incredible that you guys, all the All-Americans and, you know, committed to amazing schools, you all have the same mindset about the academic side and also just the work ethic side where there you can't be cutting corners. And that's why that's what inspired me to do this show was mm -hmm. talking to a lot of you guys in Jupiter. We had conversations, we recorded some stuff down there. And I noticed a trend when we were there. And I was like, hmm, well, maybe if there's a way that we could do longer form conversations and really dive deeper into that aspect, because there's so many questions that players who are struggling to get recruited and get exposure, like they don't know how to get started. And I think it's just an easy thing to understand it's a hard thing to implement into kind of your character like you kind of have to build it into your character using repetition and practice but i just think it's really valuable advice what you just said about yeah. you know even if you're not the best student be the best student that you can be and it will correlate into you know on the field off the field yeah. um so what about I love what you said about um you know eventually we all, we all have to stop playing which is which is very true like what's uh what's your long term plan outside of baseball? I'm just curious since you brought that up. Like, what are your other ambitions, whether it's after college, after pro ball, uh, that you want to accomplish? Um, you know, I'm not really sure quite yet. Um, maybe something like running my own business, or um, I've always been interested in the stock market, so maybe being like a stockbroker, something like that. But um, yeah, just I want to want to have a job where I can work with people, kind of. Just let the let the uh 
the skills you learn in baseball as far as leadership and kind of organizing large groups, like something that like that, that would translate into the business world. Awesome. UNC is a great place to do that. You're going to get a great education. Yep. So yes, sir. Um, definitely on the right path. Um, so let's talk about your development as a player. I would love to know, because, you know, I've only known you for this small window of time where you're at the, the pinnacle of your game. I would love to know kind of your story as a player. Um, were you always like the best player and it's come natural to you? Has there been, you know, certain struggles along the way that you've had to push through and improve on? Um, like where were you, I guess, eighth grade to where you are now? Walk us through what's happened uh, from a development standpoint and what you've needed to to do. Yeah, well, I guess um, growing up, I was kind of always uh, in like just playing Little League and I was kind of like the best player on my Little League teams, but on my travel ball teams, I honestly, I was one of the smaller guys, like one of the kind of developed later. And so I never really played, never really even uh, started on my travel ball team until um, we were 14 years old. And so like in those years where I was kind of just a, a bench warmer, I guess you could say, I just definitely learned a lot of good lessons about being a good teammate and just kind of being a role player and doing whatever I could do to help out. And so I'm I'm glad that it, I almost kind of developed later um, than most guys because I learned those learned how important those things are. And so when I was able to you know grow up and kind of get bigger and faster and stronger and uh, older, that I still kept those same principles um, of the importance of you know being a good teammate and kind of helping guys out as much as I can. And then. Uh, when I was 14 years old, you know, started started growing up, started kind of growing into my body and taking weightlifting more seriously, and, you know, what I was eating more seriously and just taking baseball as a whole more seriously and just things kind of took off from there. For sure. What I would love to know as well is, um, you know, for myself, I mean, I only made it to the D1 level. I definitely was never the caliber player that you are today, but I just would love to know. I know the sacrifice it took for me to get the most out of myself. Like, I'd love to know what your routine is, um, you know, either on a daily or weekly basis. And then if you could shine some light into um, maybe some of the sacrifices that you feel that you've either made or are going to have to make in the future um, that you feel comfortable with and, and feel comfortable sharing. I would love to know, like, from a social standpoint and whatnot, you know, being a kid your age in 2018 is obviously a lot different than it's ever been with social media and stuff. So just talk about... Like socially, how is it different if it is different um, in terms of from like a routine standpoint? Yeah, definitely. Just growing up, it's kind of hard sometimes, you know, going out of town for a baseball tournament on the weekend and you miss a, a birthday party or just hanging out with your friends in general. But um, I never really got too bummed out about that because I was always with my best friends in a cool place playing playing baseball. And so, um, um, yeah, they're, they're, I definitely missed out on some things, but um, baseball... I think it, it definitely evens out, probably even in more uh, baseball's favor because um, the cool things I've gotten to do with baseball has definitely made it worth it. But uh, a, just a typical schedule, uh, I go to, I, I'm playing my senior year at uh, TNXL Academy in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, So, uh, but I still go to the first academy in Orlando for like my school classes. So I'll, I'll wake up um, anywhere between 6 and 6.30. Uh, in the morning and go to school and I'll have four classes there. Uh, I get out at 1125 and drive right over to TNXL. Uh, when I get there, uh, I go straight into our lift. Uh, we have we have a trainer there and we have a really structured program. So like all the position players lift together, all the pitchers lift together. So 
um, get our workout in, um, have a little bit of a lunch break after that. Uh, we go right into uh, our pitching work from lunch. So we have our pitching coach that we work with uh, every day, and whether it's uh, like a, a like our weighted ball program that we're going, or our, our bands, hip mobility, uh, just doing different pitching drills every day, depending on what we're working on. That's our our time frame um, for that. And then I, I also play outfield. So after I go uh, from the pitching work, I'll go and um, hit for anywhere between thirty minutes to an hour, and then. Uh, Twice a week, we have a speed coach come in after that, and uh, so we'll usually have like an hour of uh, speed work and then conditioning after that. So it it can get kind of busy sometimes, but um, you know, it, I just think it's 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 worth it because I mean we're all uh chasing the same goal, whether that's uh, uh a college baseball scholarship or a pro contract. So um, definitely surrounded by a lot of guys that love to work hard and usually take off from TNXL about uh. 4 four thirty, um then uh head home and do some homework and eat a lot of food and try to get as much sleep as i can to do it the next day so that's that's basically my monday through uh through friday schedule i just do that every day definitely like a full-time job i mean that's it's very similar to you know for players who make it to the college level it's it's very similar to oh, yeah you know the commitment required which is obviously why you're doing it um, I just would love to dive like a little deeper for just another minute or two on like the social aspect. Cause that's something, you know, as we've done this podcast and done some episodes and talked to more and more kids, I feel like if we can somehow convince players that socially you're going to have to be a little bit different if you want to achieve your baseball goals and whether that is at the high school level to get to college or college to get to pro at some point, push is going to come to shove and you're just going to have to cut ties with, you know, a lot of people because that's just how society is right now. Like there's just a lot of people who can keep you from your goals. So just, was it difficult to get comfortable with this level of commitment for you? And do you have any advice in terms of for, for kids listening who, you know, hear that kind of rigorous schedule and they're like, well, that's what I want to do, but they don't really know how to do it. Like how does a player really get comfortable you know, going all in like you have. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's a, that's a great point. Um, I mean, I, I've missed, uh, two homecomings because of Jupiter. So, uh, I definitely understand the, like having to, having to sacrifice. It's all, it's all just about, uh, keeping the end goal in mind. If baseball is really your passion and, um, that's what you want to do. Or if, if being a D one baseball player is what you want with all your, uh, with, uh, your mind and soul and heart and that's 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 what you want then uh um it's honestly not that hard making the sacrifices you just gotta you just gotta really want it i mean i one of the best things that i've ever heard was from one of my past coaches saying um there's not a lot of guys playing d1 baseball actually there's probably probably no guys playing d1 baseball that don't live and breathe baseball like if you really want to be successful in this game you need to live and breathe baseball and so you can still uh have uh fun with your friends um Maybe not as much as other people, but um, at least you're busier than a lot of other people going out and doing stuff and maybe being a little bit more productive. Um, yeah, just definitely as you get older, you kind of have to be wary of who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, I've been really fortunate to have a great group of friends around me. And so it's all about, um, you know, what you're doing on Fridays and Saturday nights. You just got to be careful, make sure you're doing the right things, being around the right people. And um. Because I mean, as an athlete, you can 
you can be guilty just by association. I mean, if someone knows who you are and you're not doing the right thing, I mean, that could cost you a, a lot more than just any other normal person. So, um, just, just definitely taking on that responsibility and, uh, just taking it on and off the field. A hundred percent. No, I love that. Um, so last thing I really want to touch on is the struggle, any, any struggle that you've gone through. Um, you know, we've talked to numerous different players on here about, you know, getting cut from varsity and, and different things. Has there ever been a really critical point in your career where maybe you struggle with self-doubt um, and your ability or, you know, faced a moment where it was really uncertain that you could even play at all at the college level? Have you had any of those moments? And then if so, um, how did you work through them? Um, I mean, just in the game of baseball, you're always going to have those rough spells. Some last a little longer than others. But um, at the end of the day, it just you just got to be you got to look in the man in the mirror and know that you're giving it all you got. And uh, I'm a big believer in that uh, hard work definitely pays off. And so, I mean, if, you, if you're working hard and working smart and, uh, you know, have those those uh, good coaches around you in that right, that right uh, program that's really uh, getting you where you need to be, I think, um, you know, any any player would be able to be successful if you if you're working hard and working smart. Um, practicing those right things that will um, ultimately take you to that next level. Um, just, yeah, str- struggle is just a part of the game. I mean, baseball is a game of failure. You have to learn how to deal with it. And so just um, that mental toughness and um, definitely always being confident in yourself no matter what. For sure. All right, so the last question that we ask everyone who comes on here, like sum it all up into one piece of advice. Um, it could be anything about recruiting, development life if you had one piece of advice for a player listening who you know feels lost in the process and you know kind of lost in the fold you know what would you tell that player um that's something that that they could start implementing today to either get better get seen um definitely taking everything day by day um not trying to get too ahead of yourself you don't want to be a freshman and all you all you think about is is college already just soaking up every day and uh, trusting in that it's a process. I mean, you're not going to go from an average player to an unbelievable player overnight. It's it's that gradual work every day that slowly builds up. And everyone's timeline is different. I mean, people develop at different times. So I mean, if you're not uh, all star today, who like who's going to tell you that? Um, maybe a year down the line, you hit a growth spurt, and then you end up becoming that player that you've always wanted to be. So just trusting in that process and. Uh, don't get too ahead of yourself. And I, I think the last thing that, that that's uh most important to me is um, you know, my favorite thing about baseball is the relationships you get to build, whether it's with players or with coaches. And so um, just cherishing those while you still can, because I mean, I'm I'm done with my travel ball career, and I I wish I could relive all those summer nights hanging out with my buddies in the hotel and spending all those those hours uh at the field, um playing those summer ball games with all my best friends so just um soaking it in and taking it day by day and cherishing those moments while you while you still got them absolutely goes by it goes by super quick yeah that's um, for sure. all right joe. joe this this was fun um before we finish up tell anyone who's listening um where they can follow along with your journey on social media um because i think it would be awesome for people to to hear this and you know, want to get engaged and, and follow along with what you got going on. Where can they follow you? 
Yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, my Instagram and uh, Twitter are both uh, underscore, like the little underscore sign, um, like a dash, but it's like on the bottom, uh, Joseph Charles. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to follow me, that'd be that'd be cool. I appreciate all the followers I can get. Um, but yeah, just absolutely. <laughs> absolutely that's part of what why we wanted to do this is just uh get good stories and good advice out there and you know i feel like for you guys who have accomplished so much um you know it's worthwhile to you know pay it forward and you know try to help even if it's just one player who you know here's one piece of advice from you who makes a difference it's it's definitely worth it so definitely if you guys are listening definitely go follow joe um i know that we have and and we've you know talked with joe a little bit and it's been awesome so uh, yeah, would I be appreciate awesome. you having me. It was a blast. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed this episode of the Own Your Journey podcast, subscribe, leave us five stars, leave us some kind words in the comments. We always appreciate it. Tell your friends. Uh, it will help us get the word out and get these stories out there. So until then, this is the Own Your Journey podcast, and we'll see you next time. It will help us get the word out.